Greetings, listeners. It's me, BJ, uh, the the voice of Alistair Stern and the late great Flubbit Flop here to tell you about uh, the scheduled programming for today. So, uh, unfortunately, the boys and I were not able to schedule ourselves uh, adequately to record a new episode for you this week. Uh, Chester's just started a new job and is getting very close to planning his wedding. Aubrey has been super busy and I have been in Sydney all week, so... Uh, just a bunch of stuff all kind of lined up and we weren't able to record. Rest assured, we do have episodes coming at you real soon. But this week, we got a little bit of a change for you. So before we get into that, uh, just real quick, we're going to change our release day from a Tuesday here in the land of Oz to a Friday here in the land of Oz. Back in the day when we were recording like season one, Tuesdays was our recording day. And so we kind of made that our release day as well. It's cool. That worked like three years ago, uh, that does not work for us now and we just haven't changed it. So because we end up recording either on a weekend or like a Monday night, it's just, it's not good to try and release an episode on Tuesday. It just doesn't work. So we're going to change it to a Friday in, uh, in Australian Eastern Standard Time, probably like a Friday afternoon, Friday night, uh, just so even if we do record on a Monday, we have a full week to... <laughs> actually edit the episode and get it out and it means that I can do some editing uh, as well and take some pressure off Chester while he's busy getting married. So yeah, that's a little change for you. Uh, This will probably be the last Tuesday release this episode and then uh, things will swap over to Friday in two weeks time for the next episode of Dark Tides. Anyway, with all of that out of the way, let me tell you about what we have for you today. I have dug through my many backup hard drives that I've kept over the years, and I managed to find the original edit of our pilot episode. If you haven't listened to the last two episodes, I highly recommend you go and do that now. Uh, And if you have, as you will know, we we kind of said goodbye. uh, Spoilers, by the way. Spoilers. Go, Go listen to the episode if you haven't already. We kind of said goodbye to our beloved Jeremy Bartlett. Uh, who has been a very long-standing character. And we realized Jeremy is actually the oldest long-standing character in Dark Tides. Back before we did uh, the very first episode of the show, we recorded a pilot episode called Camp Terror. We've referenced this before. I think we've we've stated at many points that it is fully canon um, because if you listen back to episode, I think it's episode 13 of or 14 of season one we meet jeremy in the show for the first time but our characters ernest and alistair already know him because we kind of threw this pilot in as canon even though nobody has heard it so it is it's a canon adventure and it's the first thing we ever recorded we did our kind of beta test character creation session and then we went away and we did some notes and aubrey changed some things about the way the the system worked and Chester and I developed our characters just, just a little bit more. And then we came back together in October 2020, which is the date that is on this file. I don't know if it's uh, if that's when we recorded it. We probably recorded it like a couple months before that. But we came together and we recorded our very first pilot episode. Now, we did record a part two to this, uh, but I don't know where that is. The file that I found on my old hard drives uh, that you're about to listen to now is the fully edited, finished, rendered version of the first part of the pilot, but we never edited the second part. So I don't think we still have like the raw recording files 
maybe I'll just come back at the end of this episode and kind of tell you what happened in the second half. Now, obviously, this is before we had the studio. This is before we had any of our microphones or recording equipment. So the quality is not great. Uh, I, I'm not going to touch it. I'm just going to play it as is. Thanks to everyone on the Discord and everything for asking for it. We were kind of out of ideas of what we could release this week because we hadn't had time to record. And then I remembered that heaps of people had asked to listen to this. So here you go. I present to you part one of Camp Terror. The Dark Tides pilot episode. The origin story of, I guess, Ernest and Alistair. Um, but more importantly, the origin story of Jeremy Bartlett. This is his first appearance, technically in the show ever, making him one of the oldest canon characters created. Enjoy. Welcome to Dark Tides, an improvised audio drama based on a role-playing game of our own creation. I'm Chester Lynn and I play Ernest Miller, the local park ranger who was once a boy scout who has now moved into the area and is operating out of a nearby, what are they called? A watchtower? Dumpster? Dumpster? I, hey. <laughs> the, the, the mayor provides me with a wonderful one-bedroom, one-room apartment <laughs> Um, it's lovely. Uh, paint's peeling a little bit. Very nice. He also likes uh, socks with cartoon characters on it. Now, I also have my other main character, my boy, BJ, here with me. Hello, my name is BJ Ingay. I play uh, Alistair Stern, who is known as Ali by his friends, of which he has none. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a 19-year-old, previously freshly graduated from high school with no job, at all, uh, save from being the night watchman at this small town, which in a town like this isn't really a job. He just kind of pokes his flashlight about a bit. He just vibes around. Uh, his dad's the mayor of the town, and mm. he is is lived there his whole life. And that's that's yep, that's about it. Yep, that's, that's our stuff. That's and now now the man keeping us on track, our game master Aubrey Lydon. Hi, I'm Aubrey Lydon. I'm keeping no one on track. Um, I am basically the narrator for this show. Uh, and I'm the co-worker from your nightmares, so I'm sure we'll have fun. Yay! Uh, all right, so we're going to jump right in. I'm the park ranger. Beware of the lights. There goes that The two of you wake up cold and groggy in the middle of the forest at night. The evening chill has settled in and you realise you are tied back to back to a stake in the ground. Both of you have a splitting headache and there is no one around, no light, no sound, nothing but the trees and darkness. What is the last thing you remember? Um, I remember tying my shoelace. Uh, man, I can't really remember my... Ernest, oh. is that, that's you, right? I think so. Can you, can you see anything? I don't, I don't have my flashlight. Do, do, do you remember what happened? What's I? I just remember seeing you tying your shoe, and and why were we both looking at me tying my shoe? Rule number one of the buddy system. We cut backwards in time to Alistair and Ernest on a hike. Alistair is weighed down with a pack full of supplies that should be carried by Ernest. Um, Ernest is tying his shoes and arguing over the correct method for doing a double-string bowline knot. 
So you got to take the main loop and you got to pass that through the other Can one. Can you just hurry up? This is over. really, really heavy, and I, I swear you were going to carry at least half of the water. Bottles. I will, I will. I just got, I just got to do this real quick. Well, so you got to take the two bands you got in one hand. You got to take that under okay. the rabbit, and then it passes out, falls down. You got to link that back under. Wait. So hang on. I, wait. Do that again. Yeah. So you link it right under, then you give it a tight. Yeah, yeah wow. just like that. Okay, so now that is that is that quicker than the usual technique, or is it just more secure? It's more secure. So the rabbit is passed out on the ground over here. Now you go around the tree. Uh, while Ernest is still talking, Alistair, you feel a sharp pain in the back of your neck, uh, essentially as you're hit from behind with a piece of wood, and you fall face forward into the trail. Uh, Ernest has not noticed. Then you take the other loop, oh. all right, and you, you push that oh. down and pull the other one up just like that. Yep, yep. Oh. And now you're hit as well. Ah. Cutting back to the uh, the current situation tied back to back in the forest. You take the main loop. You were pass it All right. I think we're a bit beyond the... Oh. Sorry, it's the only thing left in my head. Um, okay, so... You, you, didn't, you didn't see what happened, did you? I just... I remember I was looking at you and then I just, I was hit by something, I don't know, and I fell over. I don't even remember that much. I, I just remember the whole shoot time thing. What, which walk, what walk were we on? Are we close to town? Are we, because I know, I know the, the area we should have been in, but these trees, I don't, this isn't anywhere near the walk uh, we, we were on. We weren't that far away. We were just on the, on the, the loop path, like we were headed back. We were more than halfway. I can't get my arms around. Can you reach? I've got a walkie. I should have a walkie-talkie on my right hip. I can't reach my hands around. Can you grab it? I can. I can just about touch it, but I. As you uh, move your hand backwards, trying to find the walkie-talkie, uh, you find a stone in his pocket. There is no walkie-talkie there. That. Now I remember taking it out. I don't take my rocks. <laughs> With me on walks, uh, I don't weigh myself down like that. Okay. I brought the walk. I brought. Don't give me that look. I can tell in the sound of your voice. I I did bring the walkie-talkie. Right, I did bring a rock. Okay, it wasn't where me. is it? Yeah, but where is it now? I, I, well, I mean, whoever knocked me out must have taken the walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. As well, that's you're, very helpful. As you're talking, something changes in the sound around you. Um, you feel the barest trembling rumbling in the ground below you not quite like an earthquake more like a tremor that would almost not register on the Richter scale um, but something is shaking below the ground oh hey uh, did, did you feel that yeah is there a train nearby I... if there's a train nearby that means we're on the left side of town yeah which is the opposite side of the walk we were on yeah we were we were over on the east side okay first first stage of plan remembering you know it's nighttime, scary situation, don't have a light. If we link arms, both stand up, we can get in a better situation. Yeah, I think we should stand to, up. To uh, combat this whole situation, and then we can try and find light or someone or something like that or find a path, anything like that. If I remember, I'm going to try and like pull my arm around so I can like suck on my finger a second to test what direction the air's going. The wind's going. Okay. Okay, I think the just, just judging off uh, wind on face, I feel like we're getting like a north... Northeast type of breeze, so obviously. Okay. Oh wait, that's just coming from the ocean. 
Yeah. That, that yeah. Did, okay. Okay. Let's let's that try and stand up, and then maybe we'll be able to see. Do, okay. we, do we need to roll to stand up? I roll. Is this to like stand a, up? It's like a teamwork. I got a three you to stand up. That would be a fail. Okay, I break my ankle. I got a six. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to roll anything to stand up. Okay. It's a, that's oh, just a basic human action. Okay. I, oh, well, I guess right. we link arms. We, we yeah, we link arms and we try and push against each other's back to to stand up. I'm going to give you guys the opportunity now. Uh, once each to roll to try to slip out of or break um, the ropes tying your hands to the pole. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to... Don't roll a three this time. <laughs> oh, I got a six. All right, I got an eight. Okay, so an eight is a success. So Alistair manages to... With one single flex. <laughs> manages to squirm his thin, weedy, <laughs> underdeveloped wrists out of the ropes just enough that he could pull the entire way out with uh, okay. with one shove, whereas Ernest uh, <laughs> manages to loosen them but also uh, gets his fingers tangled in the rope. It's going to be significantly more difficult for uh, Ernest to get his hands out. Oh no! I'm not. Okay, I think I, I think I can get. If I just, man. Okay, this is like a triple lined Excalibur knot. I've never okay. seen something like All this. All right, I'm free. I'm free. All right, as you are standing there, still next to the pole, um, you begin to hear a sound: the gentle rustle of grass and the patter of light feet. Soon, you can see a dim light weaving through the night. You can make out small, shadowy creatures carrying this light. As they get closer, you can see ghoulish masks made of wood, of hide and bone. Leading this party is a tall figure wearing an elaborate mask made of wood. It has horns like antlers and some kind of animal skull as a faceplate. They carry a small kerosene lantern and makeshift spears. As they approach, they spread out around you in a circle. Now I've seen a lot of camps. Okay. This is a bit. Is this is this is not a this is not a standard Boy Scout thing, is it? Is this like a Boy Scout ritual? I don't know. I never did Boy Scout. Ah, uh, well, you know, we have our traditions, but is nothing... this like team building, maybe? Well, that that could, that could be an explanation for it. Uh, sir, sir, I'm going to try and speak to the uh, the tallest one there. Um, what division are you guys? What division of the scouts? The um the the tall thin figure with the headdress on, kind of looks at you, looks at one of the little masked figures beside him, and kind of kneels not kneels down, uh, leans down to whisper something to him. Um, because I've read the most up to date handbook, and, and this... I, I feel like we can probably rule out Boy Scouts. But I'm just saying, I I'm just saying. If they are, I'm quite disappointed. This is going against everything in the book. You shouldn't be wearing a mask at night. It reduces Look, vision, and there should be more torches than, than do this. You, do you have like a knife or something? Like, can I can I get you free of this? Pull out the rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, your hands are still tied. He's free, but pretending. Um, all right. So as you are still discussing, um, the tall figure with the lantern um, unscrews the top and opens it up, so it's a uh, an exposed flame, and one by one, each masked figure comes forward with a candle um, and lights it from 
the kerosene lamp and they begin to spread out into a circle around you. Ernest, I'm not liking the look of this. I'm getting very clear cult vibes. I'm, I'm starting I'm, to get that as well. Can, you, can, not, you, get my, can you get my hands on? I, I, can, I can try. Um, <laughs> as you are doing that, uh, the tall figure hands the lantern um, to the little figure next to him and removes the headdress and you can see the um, the beach blonde hair and acne of about a 15-year-old boy. <laughs> um, he kind of shakes his hair out and goes, all right, all right, everybody, this is looking real good. This is uh, looking pretty mint. All right, um, I'm just going to chat to these bros over here. See if the sacrifice is ready, and then we'll get uh, this party started, right? Uh, excuse me. Hold on, man. I'm um, coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, Gordy, can you just uh, hold on to my headdress thing for me? I don't want to get it in the dirt. Thanks. Sweet, bro. Uh, he saunters over to you. It's like, yeah, man, what's up? Did you, um, you, you wouldn't happen to know about, you know, how we managed to get here, do you? Oh, yeah, you guys are, like, super heavy. You know that? Okay. Um, what division are you guys? Uh, is that some kind of uh, political question, man? Because that's not really my speech. Pardon, my friend. Can you at least tell us where we are? We on the same island? Have you? Oh yeah, 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 man. Nah, look, there's a lot of stuff to explain, but you guys don't really need to worry about it. All you need to know is that you're gonna help us save our camp. So, um, yeah, if you just uh, stay your camp, what's I'm, wrong with I'm your camp? I'm always down for that. Camp is, a, is an incredibly important look, part of a. Yeah, I'm sorry. Look, look, I, I've skipped some, <laughs> I've skipped some important um, steps in the whole business. Yeah. Let I, me uh, mm-hmm. let me introduce myself. Please. I'm I'm Jeremy, guys. Uh, it's uh, great Ernest. to meet you, Ali. Alistair. Sweet. Um, I'll forget both those names. Hey, um, hey, Gorni, can you uh, remember those names? Uh, the little figure holding all of his stuff kind of nods. It's like sweet, sweet man. Uh, right, so I am the self-elected uh, king round here. This is basically uh, my show, as it works. Um, Wait, hey, hold, yeah. hold on. No, no, I'm hold, still talking. Hold on, dude, I'm going to put my dude, hand out. Dude, hold cool on. the vibes. Hold dude, on. Cool the vibes. Cool vibes, I know. I've, I've worked something out here. Scout leaders aren't self-elected. You're not the scouts. Ernest, I think we're a bit far from that. No. All right? No, the scouts are lame, dude. We're not the scouts. It's fine. I'm going to, like, try and just... I'm going to, like, start squirming at the ropes and, like... (laughs) Hold on. I know you said cool vibes and all that. I'm sorry to hurt your vibes, my good sir. But what you... Did you hear what he said? Let me me just say, these knots, very impressive. Very good. They are the work of an ex-scout. I know that. Now, whatever type of relationship you have with the Scouts, I'm sorry if you've had a bad experience, but there is no reason to throw the entire Scouting experience under the bus just because of your cool vibes, sir. Now, I would like... I'm sorry to have to pull rank on here. I am junior kind of upper level of, you know, park ranger level. And I'm I'm sorry, but I'm just going to have to call this whole thing off. We are in fire season and you guys with candles out here... This is absurd. Not even I'm not even going to like start talking about the fact that you kidnapped us. I was very busy. I was having a very nice walk. Where is our stuff? Did you take our stuff? There is a whole lot of stuff going on here. Where's your parents? Do you have permission to be out here? It's quite late at night. Jeremy is on his phone. Has been for some time. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, if you if you could just uh, if you hold could... on hold on. 
Hold on. Holy God. Sweet. Much That's an awesome photo. Hey, um, hey, Bianca, come over here. Uh, another hooded, masked figure shows up. What? Um, they're kind of getting out of those um, uh, rope knot doohickeys you did. Can you um, fix that? <laughs> oh. Bianca goes, oh. again, with this, fine. Jeremy, you know what? Fine. I'll just look after it. You go go back. You go organize the ceremony. I'll look after this. I'll do all the hard work. It's fine. Um, she knees Ernest in the stomach <laughs> and pushes him back into the pole and starts retying the ropes. Well, uh, okay. Look, 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 I think there's been a bit of a misunderstanding. Like we we would be more than happy just to leave you. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Nah, man. Nah. I don't know what the rank situation is. That's fine. We can just we can. Forget. I am the rank situation. We can forget dude. the whole. The whole kidnapping, we can forget that. You know, we can we can forget that, right? I'm well, sorry, can I cannot that. Can forget, forget that. the fact that you guys have if you would just uncovered flames out here. Look, sort of let us point look, us in the direction. Um, that'd be yep. Look, we can bro. Leave. I I appreciate uh, the concern. I get it's probably kind of um, derailed your day or whatever. I would, but let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't really a rank situation. I am. Uh, de facto king, warlord, ruler, uh, everything basically around here. Right. Um, Great. And I'm gonna Fantastic. sacrifice you guys to a giant centipede to um, save my kingdom. So, really, I don't think there's any negotiating this, um, unless you guys have a better plan than a human sacrifice. I mean, look, I can't sacrifice any of my bros. He uh, gestures to all these little. Masked figures, like they look up to me, man. I'm there. I'm, you know, I'm there. What's that word, you know, for um that person that's like real good and stuff? Um, Jesus. You know, Ernest, when nah. you when you said let's have a nice relaxing. This bush isn't time walk. for infighting. Let's, We've got some teenagers. Let's to deal just with. have a nice time in the will. I didn't expect to be sacrificed for a giant Sarah. Ser- like I'm just saying. Hold yeah, on, man, hold, I didn't really hold, expect hold that on. either. This was supposed to be a, a real chill summer camp type vibe, but um, hold on. Yeah, no, hold. massive okay. centipede. Do you think uh, maybe that they might just instead of instead of burning the two the two innocent oh, no, adults? Not, not burning. Here, oh yeah, I was gonna say um, kidnapping uh, really doesn't like. I feel like that's not really the right word. You guys like you both shave, right? I mean, I shave, but I'm not a kid. Um, you know, I'm a mm. man. Um, going for that anyway. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. not kidnapping. Um, really more how like... How about abducting? How about that? How about we How about we use that word? How hey, hey that? Bianca. That's good. Bianca, That's what? Jeremy, what? Um, is like a... Um, what, did you, what was the word? What was the word you used? Abduction. Abduction. Um, is that like, a, you know, something we could use here? Bianca <laughs> knees uh, Alistair in the chest and starts retying him. <laughs> She must she be goes, really tall if she can knee us in the chest. <coughs> oh, very funny. <laughs> she goes, uh, thanks, Taekwondo really pays off about six hold, years. Hold yep. on, hold on, the two of you. Can I just point out... You know you guys really talk a lot. Can I just point out that uh, centipedes are herbivores? The point of, like, sacrificing people doesn't make sense. Sacrificing plants would make more sense. <laughs> Look, my dude, I, I get where you're coming from, but honestly this conversation's gone like way longer than I was expecting well, and I'm kind of over on. it. I, it. Stop telling me to hold on. <laughs> dude, you're the one tied to the stick. Exactly. All I know. I'm not going anywhere. Bro, bro, it's okay. 
I understand. I'm listening. I hear you. Like, you know, I feel like we're really getting along here. And I'm sorry I'm going to have to, like, sacrifice you and whatever. But I saw the giant centipede dude ate the counselor dudes. And, you know... All right. If it wants other councillor dudes, I'm going to give it other councillor dudes. i got to protect me okay. and my boys, you know? This is, all right. So, first of all, we are not camp councillors, okay? We have absolutely no authority. I'm pretty sure that one is. is. <laughs> Don't even try it. Oh, okay. Second of all, as long as you're going to kill us, can you at least tell us how you got to the candles and face mask situation? I mean, what, what led you to thinking that this was a, an appropriate... Appropriate way for a young group of 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 Alster now. <laughs> I'm gonna like pull on the ropes a little bit. Oh, okay, I was hoping it come. Um, <laughs> you're just like pulling me closer to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's just so he's like, you guys are pretty weird. You know that. <laughs> hey, uh, Gordy, get my my headdress. Um, all right, we're gonna get this thing going. <laughs> Excuse me, kid. Listen. All Sorry, right. are you talking to me? Um, I, I would love to be. I don't really like I don't identify know. as kid. You can kind of. I don't care. You can call me King Jeremy. I don't know who you think you are? Chocolate Thunder. Or how? <laughs> <laughs> or how you think sacrificing us is is going to mean anything? Look, if you have a better idea, I'm open. Certainly, I would love to have All a right. better idea. But All right. can you, I can't really think when I'm tied to a pole, about to be sacrificed by a bunch of. Ten-year-olds. I say pressure is a good, you know, creative incentivizer. Shut up, man! I'm sorry. All right. Bianca just kind of grabs Jeremy by the arm and pulls him away. And goes like, Jeremy, I need a word. Uh, come over here. No, stop doing that. Jeremy. Alistair. All right, we need Alistair, a game plan. Go. We need a game plan. Let's try and do that pulling thing again. That, what, pull the pole out of the ground? Nope. I, that could work. That could I was work. just going to pull. Pull what? Like, if we both go in opposite directions, the rope would have to snap. I think I think we might be better just trying to pull the pole off the ground. Okay, let's try it. I mean, look, they're, they're small children. They kind of put it in too far, surely. That's a fair point. Okay, so we know at least, though, that there were... So this is some form of camp. Apparently. Camp counsellors have gone away and all died or something like that, and now this oldest kid has taken yeah. de facto command. I think we need to relay this back to... Uh, I th- Think who, that's who we realize too. I guess the park rangers, yeah. your parents, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I know. Um, okay, let's get this rope out. All right. All right. As you say that, um, Bianca returns. Ah, um, oh, damn it. As Jeremy is putting his headdress back on and um, gathering up all the, the other little gremlin kids in their <laughs> masks and things, <laughs> Bianca kind of crosses her arms, looks, and he's like, all right, I'm just going to uh, throw this out there straight. Um, you two look like total idiots. Um, I don't think you're going to be able to help us at all. But I also don't think that a human sacrifice is really going to help us any. I was outvoted. Can't say that that's a big issue. I mean, you know, fair electoral process and everything. Not that it was very fair. But I'm going to cut you guys a deal. She steps in a little bit closer. If you can help me get rid of whatever this centipede monster thing is and um she kind of coughs under her breath <clears throat> depose jeremy um i will set you guys free how does that sound well i will say this i don't know who you think we are but this isn't the first time i don't time care who you are that we've dealt with this kind of situation 
So I'd, I'd say with us on your side, you're probably going to be in a better position. Um, now, hold on, Missy. Excuse me, we are both adults here. Um, I'm sorry to, to do this once again, but we are not here um, to... Can I just Ernest? interrupt? No. Is that SpongeBob on your socks? Yes. Don't he, you, he, don't. he insists on... Right, I reckon that's all I need to know. Okay, no, we're not going to help you Im- impose anyone else or kick out any other leaders. Okay, we are going to help you with whatever issue this is. But then we're getting your parents, all right? We're getting all Ernest, of them over can I, here. Like, can um, I, like, kick him in the back of the knee to get him to not, shut up? Not now, Alistair. There are situations... <laughs> all I'm saying is, if we are able to get rid of whatever's going on, and I, I don't know what's happening, something about insects or, look, I don't know. All I'm saying is, provided we can make sure you're safe... And provided we get home safe, I don't care who's in charge. I don't care if you take over the whatever. I don't care. I'll you do whatever you want, but I feel like this is probably a threat that we need to be addressing. And do I whatever think... they want. Great. That sounds like we've got a deal. Children. She. I kick him again. Yeah. Um, she takes out a little um, like Stanley knife, box cutter knife, uh, and cuts your your ropes uh, and frees you. Um, and she then retreats back into the the crowd of mask wearing, candle holding um, children, as Jeremy, uh, headdress and all, puts his hands in the air and goes, "All right, my bros, <laughs> my bros. <I> have... <laughs> all right, little dudes, I've um, received a new message from the centipede queen. You know." Um, she doesn't want us to uh, sacrifice these uh, old guys anymore. Um, so we're going to take them back to the camp and, um, yeah, they're going to help us out. So, um, you know, party procession onwards, back to camp. All right. Uh, and he just starts walking off into the woods and uh, everyone kind of trails after him. I really hope this is a dream. I really hope this is a dream. Well, you've basically just entered a blood pact with a child, so congratulations on that. All right, you um, follow this gaggle of small figures <laughs> through the woods. And it, it takes you... Oh, is singing anything? Um, oh, please let them the be chanting yeah. something. <laughs> Jeremy is the king of you. Jeremy is the king of me. Oh, you me, he knows best, so never question him. You know best, so never question him. All right, it's taco night. <laughs> so you traipse through the woods in the dark, following these weird people for about 20 minutes, up a steep incline, down a little bit of a hill into a sort of protected valley of sorts. The camp is set out like any kind of traditional summer camp with a main hall for meals and indoor activities in the centre. Behind, you can see some sheds, probably for storage. On either side of the main hall are the campers' cabins, about eight in total, kind of lined up. Off to one side of the hall is the counsellor's cabin. And everything, even from this distance, even at night, everything looks pretty old, dilapidated, Paints peeling, bits of wood have fallen off, the fly screens have been torn off, and you can see that this place is also being trashed by kids. This looks like my apartment. 
as you approach, you can see a large archway made of wood. Um, on it hangs a sign that's been recently vandalized. The old name is lost under the bright red spray paint. The sign now reads, Camp Terror. Welcome to Camp Terror. Sukasa Me Castle. Yeah, this is home. Um, so uh, we're going to have dinner. We were planning to have, you know, the noms um, after the ceremony uh, in like a celebration of our uh, newfound freedom. Um, but yeah, you guys are like welcome to chill and eat and whatever. How long have you been like this? Like when, when did this whole, like has it been a couple of days or? Um, look, I don't really keep track of like linear time. I don't really think that's a thing. Um, a Gorni, uh, Gordy, what is your name? Uh, the little boy <laughs> who just kind of trots around at his heel goes, it's Gordy. Like, hey, um, yeah, Gordy, uh, how long's it been since, like, the, uh, counselor dudes got eat? Gordy kind of counts on fingers and goes, uh, about two weeks. Oh, two weeks. <laughs> um, you, how long like, was your camp supposed to go for in, in the first place? Yo, I don't really know that kind of stuff, man. Um, my parents just send me here because, like, um, I don't know, I guess they don't like me much or whatever. But it's cool. Like, uh, I really like this place. Um, Gordy looks at you and says, there was no more room at correctional camp, so I'm here. I just take a slight step away from him. <laughs> just like a... Just get a bit of distance. Bianca kind well, of... I think, I think you're a fine young man, Gordy. Um, now, is there any type of... I could cut you. <laughs> that's very oh, nice, hey, Gordy. Um, knife skill that, is very let's important. Let's put that knife down, shall we? Let's, um, hey, let's this is there, a butter knife. Okay. Is yep. there some type of phone or something? Here? Is there like a, a head office or something that we could drop in by? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I'll um I'll take you to have a look. Uh, that'd be that'd be cool. Jeremy. Jeremy kind of waves you on as the rest of the campers kind of file into the um the main hall. He takes you around to the side to where the Counselors' cabins would be attached to the side of the main hall. Ah, great. Here we go. And essentially what you are looking at is a giant hole in the middle of the ground where something has crashed through, uh, taken most of the floor, most of the beds, most of the office um, with it, and now there is just a gaping pit in the middle of the room. He's like... So, yeah, this is, um, like, where all of the, the counsellors and whatever lived. Okay. Yeah, they're all gone. That's uh, that's less than Stella. That's I a, know, that's right? That's negative on the phone there. Okay, well, um, I guess tacos. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean what, what, what are we going to do? What's savage children just but, escape but sacrifice... Small child with a butter knife, giant centipedes. Yep, I, I'd say that's that's about it. Here's a thought. What if we make a Molotov cocktail and we drop it down in there? Dude, that sounds sweet. You know what? Yeah. Hey, uh, hold up. Hold up a sec. Um, you can hear a voice calling from the main, um, the main hall. Yo, Jeremy. Gordy's going to do a keg stand. Come on. It's like... Sorry, guys, uh, duty calls, you know, king duties. Uh, be back in a second. <laughs> he runs out. Cool. Can I, um, can I just, like, close the door? 
Um, we'll just we'll just. Um... You close the door. You're standing in the dark. Oh, I was um, gonna, I was going to close it from outside. Oh, okay, the... never mind. Okay, you close the door. Uh, you're standing in the dark, and then Bianca turns a flashlight on her face. She's centimeters from you. Oh. <laughs> All, right. All right, we need to stop playing around. This is serious. Whatever those things are, they usually come back at night. And so far, they've eaten four counselors and two kids and half of our supplies. Okay. We need to kill them, and then we need to depose Jeremy. And when he is deposed, he will finally see all of the good things that I have been doing for him. Okay. He will appreciate yep. me for who I am, and then he'll finally come crawling. He'll come crawling. I feel like I feel like this whole deposing Jeremy thing is just going hey, to hey, hey, focus. continue Let's, this whole situation. One thing of, at a time. Focus on right. me. Focus on my words. Giant Down centipedes. Here. I am in charge is. of this. I run this camp. Uh, it is all me. Yep. Jeremy does nothing. Sure. It sounds don't good. sass me. No, I don't see much running going on here, young lady. She grabs you by the collar, Ernest, and pulls your face down to her level and stares into your eyes. Hello. Yes, I'm sorry. You listen to me, you overgrown Boy Scout wannabe. I run this camp. I ran it from the beginning. She grabs... Alistair by the collar and pulls him down too so that your faces are squished together. And you, basement-dwelling geek, Mm -hmm. you are going to help me get rid of these things and then we are going to take the camp back from Jeremy's little party frat. Do you understand? Because if you are not on board with this plan, I am going to lock you in the councillor's cabin and you are going to be the next ones eaten. Yep, are sounds, we clear? Sounds good. Yep. It, uh, uh, I am in complete agreement absolutely. with this plan. 100%. Right. I am with you. Let's you go. All the- <coughs> Yep. So I'm going um, to whisper to Alistair. You, you, sh- you shouldn't let her talk down to you like that. You should stand up for yourself. Man. Shut up. <laughs> she goes, okay. Not the right time. <laughs> Here is what I have so far. She pulls out a uh, bright pink notebook with, like, bedazzled <laughs> stuff on the front, and she opens it and goes, I've been taking notes on exactly when the centipedes turn up, what they eat, and how long they stay for. According to everything that I can figure out, they are meat eaters of some variety. Certainly they seem to take the counsellors and the two kids that went. I didn't like them very much anyway, if serves them right. Um, but they will eat through just about anything um dirt wood none of it really seems to phase them much only metal keeps them out well surely wouldn't the first step to remove the food source if we if we just take all the kids back to town they should what is to make you think that they wouldn't just follow us back to town also this is my camp now i am going to salvage whatever is left of it from everyone who wants to take it whether that is a hideous, more-sucking centipede monster, or you. <laughs> or even more hideous. <laughs> or even you, more hideous basement-dwelling freak. What if what if you can't kill it? What are you going to do then? Everything can be killed. All right. I, I like your attitude. I don't. Here is my plan. You need to distract Jeremy or get him on board. I don't care. Either way. 
we're going to fortify the main hall. When those things come tonight, they usually seem to come in the early hours of the morning, late night. That's why we had you guys tied up outside. We were hoping to lure them away from the camp with Delightful. fresh mink. Anyway, we're going to fortify the camp. We are going to find some way of drawing them in. And then my bet is that we try to light them on fire or drop things on them. I don't know. That part is for you to work out. I'm going to organize the kids. We're going to start setting up defenses. Um, if Jeremy is not going to be going along with this plan, then we are going to have to lock him in the storage cupboard or somewhere else. I don't care. But he needs to be kept safe. He needs to be kept safe. Safe for me. Safe for our future together. Uh, All right. Uh, okay, I have a plan. Do, do you have, like, fuel or, or kerosene or something that we can burn? There is a storage shed behind the main hall where they keep all of the um, supplies for the kitchen and for all the different activities and things we do. But it's locked and I can't find the key. I think Jeremy might have it because, well, he seems to keep turning up with this random stuff that he uses for party games. And I don't know where he's getting it, but my bet is that either he or Gordy knows where it is. Yeah, I know. You've got to watch Gordy. That's a little psychopath. I know what has he to be done. He is terrifying. I know what has to be done. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, good Good meeting. I put my hand in the middle. She slaps it out of the way. All right. Don't touch me. It was just an opportunity. All I right. don't care. I'm going to turn my heels and head back towards the, the door. Alistair, with me. I'm going to need you for this. All right. I'm going to go to the front area a front door of the um the room where they're all in and i'm going to kick the door open and i'm going it's to... already broken okay well i'm just gonna kick can you it. like stumble kick over it. a little bit uh, like... make it, can you make a roll for kicking the door open <laughs> but it's already open you see yeah but i've i built these mechanics we've got to use them for something you got a 10 the whole room goes silent uh gordy is hanging from the <laughs> Gordy is hanging from a ceiling fan, um, duct taped into like a cocoon. <laughs> um, there are kids throwing things at him. Um, there is one child that seems to be literally submerged in a giant tub of pudding. And Jeremy is lounging on a mattress put on um, one of the, the mess tables, uh, watching all of this being fed uh, Cheez-Its by a smaller child. Jeremy, I don't want to interrupt all this, but uh, Alistair has challenged you to a duel outside. I've done what? It's like, wait, what? A fight. Put up your dukes. I Outside. What a battle I, for I the know. key to the shed. Ernest. Uh, dukes? Um, yeah, your fists. Like, look, look, he, he gets down from his makeshift day bed, um, comes over to you guys, and he's like, I was like, look, guys... You seem pretty chill. You seem like like pretty cool dudes. Let's um let's talk about this. For one to be chill, one must also have times when they are not chill. Yeah, man. I without that. without the not chill, there is no chill. And this may, are you prepared maybe to not this. get chilled maybe. so that you can once again possibly be chilled? Because there is no such thing as just being chilled, my fan, fam, my <laughs> like, <laughs> Look, dude. look, man. I've I vibe with what you're talking about. I really do. Um, and you know, it's important that I keep up my image. So if, if you really want me to like fight you or whatever, that's Not fine. Not him. Um, all right. Yeah, whatever. But, um, what, what's this about a key? A key to the, we need, we need fire stuff to I'm kill sure, the I'm sure, I'm sure there are many ways that we can procure 
the the key. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. We're taking leadership of this place oh, don't now. Say, don't the adults that, are taking leadership, and we will challenge you to a fight to get it. Says the one who just got intimidated by a fourteen year old girl. Ignore that. Anyway, I'm also not fighting. He's Kinda fighting you. I, I am not fighting. I am no. I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna hit. All right, bros. I'm, I don't want to hit children. All right, bros. Everyone gather around. We are having a rumble. Gordy, get down from there. Gordy is still swinging from the uh, Ernest ceiling fan. When this is over, I am coming for you next. Okay, so um, someone cuts Gordy down from the ceiling fan. Um, <laughs> the kids, uh, the kids start fanning out into a ring. Um, you know, they they start chanting and throwing stuff. Um, I'm gonna to turn to Alistair. I'm just gonna like pat you on the shoulder and give you like a light tap on the face. Do not, do not come near me. <laughs> okay, man. Right, do I've never been in a fight before. Okay, I, this was all just the first thing that came to my head. I'm starting to regret it quite a bit now. Oh, um, you're regretting this, but really? Remember the fact. He's like five years younger than you. You got this. All right, you're an adult. I you can beat up the kid. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm gonna leave him and go and join the circle. <laughs> All right. They start. They start chanting. Camp, camp, terror, terror. 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 My dudes. All right. It is time to rumble. All right. Um. Someone go get the the ceremonial thing that does the whatever it is. Um. This is the last time I let Ernest come up with the plan. Next time he's gonna murder children. All right. Next time. Next time. While you're talking, um, someone time. comes and ties like a like a camp scarf around your wrist, um, and it, when you turn around, you realise that the other end of the um, scarf is tied to Gordy's wrist. Oh no! Uh, you are facing down um, the eight-year-old from correctional camp. I knew it. Wait, wait, is... wait, I put my hand. wait, this was a fight against Jerome, Jerome, or whatever his name is. Gordy versus. Weird guy. <laughs> All right. And the whole room Place your bets here. <laughs> Jeremy is once again lounging on his mattress on the table um, and kids are bringing random objects, uh, trading cards, <laughs> uh, trading cards, lollies, comic books, uh, bits of cash, video games, uh, anything, and they are putting it all in a bowl um, that says Gordy. I feel like for the first time in this entire episode, this is where Alistair starts being scared. <laughs> like, the being tied to the post, the, the candles, the chanting, that was fine, and then now he's scared. Just to make it clear, I didn't really explain this at the beginning, Gordy is about um, four foot five. He weighs more than you do. <laughs> he, is, he is the quintessential cinnamon roll of the internet type character yeah but with a gleam in his eyes that tells you he knows the difference between o negative and b positive blood by taste <laughs> um all right so jeremy goes all right simmer down my dudes all right we are gonna have a fight to the death between gordy and um that guy <laughs> i didn't really ask your name dude uh what's your like fight name what do you yeah, want i'm gonna like pay him on that Okay, I have a cool name. A cool name like the oh, the, the boulder sure. or or uh, uh, Alistar, Alistar, Alistar. Yeah, he holds my other hand up. He's like Alistar, Alistar. Between Gordy and Alistar, I hate you so much. This one's for all the Pringles. There's another massive cheer. 
If Alistar wins, they get the key to the storage shed held by yours truly. Um, he kind of starts patting around going, where did... Um, all right. And he's like, <laughs> I'll find that uh, for later. Uh, so you didn't think maybe we could just ask him for it? You, that, that, never, that never just occurred to you. Just, just After I challenged him to the fight, yes. Oh my After you you challenged him in my place? On your behalf, that's how a fight works. Jeremy says, let's get this party started. And all the kids start to chant. Camp, camp, terror, terror, camp, camp. And Alistair, as the noise is mounting and these children are milling in this circle around you, you look at Gordy and his pupils dilate and he dives for your face. And as he dives, you hear him whisper, There's no getting away from Gordy. Well, there you go. I had forgotten how much effort we put into the edit. Well, I say we. I'm pretty sure Chester edited that one. In fact, I'm certain he did. Uh, We put a lot more effort into it than I remember into the edit. That's actually pretty cool. So like I said, there is a second part to it. I'm pretty sure it had something to do with giant, like, earthworm centipede things. And I think we ended up burning down the hole at the camp or something. Uh, There was some, like, anime fight moment between Jeremy and Bianca, I think, and these centipede things. Yeah, it was a fun time. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Thank you for your ongoing support and everything on the show. I know we like to make fun of our listeners and our patrons a lot, but we really do appreciate you. And we probably wouldn't be still here if it wasn't for all of your support. Interactions with the show, letting us know you're enjoying it. Um, Yeah, it really does mean the world. I hope you enjoyed this little window into the past and you don't mind (laughs) the, the week off from episodes. Promise we'll be back in two weeks' time with a brand new episode of Season 3 of Dark Tides. And until then, stay safe out there, kids.